please forgive yourself for loving the wrong person in the past. When we dive into a dating pool, first of all, we need to be relaxed. Hi, I'm Tanya, and you're listening to Janda Batanda. Welcome back to season three of our podcast. On today's episode, we dive deep into some of the biggest Janda hot topics, dating after divorce. Are you ready for it? How do you know when you are? Here to answer those questions and more is none other than Indonesia's esteemed clinical sexologist, Dr. Zoya Amirin. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Janda Bacanda. Today we have a fantastic guest with us. We have the famous Zoya Amirin. <laughs> she is Indonesia's own clinical sexologist. And today she is going to be answering some of my questions in regards to personal development, as well as relationship advice and tips. Um, so welcome to the show, Zoya. Yay, thank you. <laughs> we actually met them once before, now we're reconnected, and this time on the podcast, so I'm really excited to have you. Tell us a little bit more about yourself in terms of your background as a clinical sexologist. Uh, you have problems with your menstrual period and you want to have kids or you feel like uh, it seems like uh, your hormones, gitu ya, your hormones, uh, hormonal imbalance. Yeah, well, woman my age, like I'm at 40, so usually we have problems with hormonal imbalance, right? Now, if you have a hormonal imbalance, you go to the uh, inikan ke obdin. Misalnya, right. yeah, you check with your obgen, or you have like a premenopause symptoms or a, a, a pasca pasca menopause or whatever is that. Itu perginya ke mungkin ke dokter yang uh, apa ke obgen. Tapi ketika kita menghadapi problem-problem kayak ini, how my hormonal imbalance impact my love life, impact my sex life, then you come to me. And uh, how to talk about like also uh, why I get like easier horny at the time and I'm uh, I'm a divorcee and I get like I falling in love and I want to date but it's in my 40 or in my 50 you know, what should I do with that how I dealing with all of this stuff at the same time uh, do I want to have kids again <laughs> uh, or I don't want to have kids and what kind of relationship a woman at their 40 or 30 or what kind of relationship I want after divorce, you know, after like my late husband and everything else, you know, stuff like that, you come to me. Okay. All right. That is probably, you You hit some of the biggest questions there. Dating after divorce. Yes. So, a lot of fear that comes into um, finding the self-esteem mm-hmm. to going back out um, mm-hmm. into a dating world. Yeah. What advice would you give to um, our gender listeners out there mm-hmm. about that? Uh, well, I'm still also doing all the dating stuff. Uh, it's it's up and down crazy, especially with the apps. When you can choose your man, the way you choose your shoes. <laughs> I think that was like super awesome, right? <laughs> uh, it's awesome, but you have to be really careful. I don't know. I, I don't have find any luck. Can I say luck, right? Yeah, <laughs> so okay. I cannot really find any luck in Indonesia. But... So, okay, so that's, that, that's the dating. But I think before that, one step before that, um, I'd like to ask you in terms of how the prepared advice that you would give about um, the mental readiness 
Mm, okay. Who's still trying to get brave enough to date again. Okay. Uh, not necessarily using a, a dating app. That's one way to to do that. But even just to prepare mentally of being out there again. Mm. Um, okay, that's interesting. So first of all, you need to understand what you learn from your past relationship. Okay. If it's possible, you even have to have like a journal or something to make sure that oh. Ini yang waktu ini nih gitu ya misalnya from my uh, first of all you have to start from your divorce if you are divorced okay so what works what didn't works at that time ya kan uh, so what if I do differently this is I'm talking about the normal like uh, you know break up like if you not break up with the narcissistic personality disorder with the abusive and stuff like that because right. if you've been through something like that you really need to get help. I've been through an abusive relationship too in the past, gitu ya. Lagi, uh, it's like the shortest relationship I ever had, but they were like the most drama ever, gitu. Even me. So, I need to, I need to accept. Yeah, I, I think all of your ladies need to learn from my mistake too. That you are powerless over love. Okay. So me. I'm kind of snob. I think I was like, hi, I'm a sexologist and I'm an expert, so I'm going to be just fine, you know. If, you send an, if this guy have an ADD, I think, you know, I can take care of him. If this guy have like a certain kind of personality, like it's not just a quirk, it's actually a red flag. Make me miss all the red flags that I actually have to be put into concern. So please don't be like me, you know. When I become a, I think that I can overpower love, which is I should know better, you know. That's my biggest mistake in relationship. I even already become a sexologist when I uh, uh, do that mistake. But then I have to learn it the hard way. There was like the shortest relationship I ever had, but there was like the most... Uh, painful because I make a lot of bad choices during that because I think I can handle that. So first of all, when you think that you can handle that and you think you are powerful over love, then you are in denial. Mm. You know, so do not enter a relationship and think like, hey, I can help this guy, you know, hey, this guy will need me, you know, or, you know, if without him, I was just not going to be the best person or the, the best fashion of myself. If you entering a relationship with that kind of thought, with that kind of blueprint, it's going to screw you up like shortly. So yeah. uh, when I admit that I actually, hey, you know what? I cannot, I have a type of guy that I like. You know, I like someone who actually have a buff body because it's huggable. <laughs> you know, I'm crazy and all that. So right. uh, I, I, I like a guy who actually asks my opinion about stuff. But even the wrong guy can can say the right thing and do the right thing. You know, they can okay. like, they so the, the wrong guy can do all of those things. So you need to be really sure that uh, do not, uh, apa ya, jangan membawa beban yang tidak seharusnya kita bawa. Most likely like that. Kalau misalnya, if the guy not grown up enough you know, to be with you, yeah, it's not your job to 
taking care of them emotionally. Hey, maybe I can prepare him to be ready. Sometimes we are women, we do that mistake a lot. We become the fill in the blank kind of woman. You know, whatever that he cannot fulfill and you just try to fulfill that. Then after that, you get exhausted in relationship. You get a couple burnout. Then you get a depression or something like that. So before you are really ready into a dating, ask yourself, am I enough that I feel fulfilled with my life? Am I okay untuk like, going out sendiri, makan di restoran sendiri, and just enjoying yourself without your woman's friends or anybody else. Are you really content by just like doing nothing with uh, with yourself, just watching TV or reading your good books, you know, doing all the activity without other people? If you are comfortable with that, I'm not saying if you're extrovert or introvert. I know it's kind of hard for your extrovert, maybe. I hear you. I'm I'm extrovert all the way. But when I feel content and peace with it, then that's the only time I know that I'm ready for relationship. Because if not, you know, everybody have a baggage, whatever the, you name it, like is you want to call it like it's Prada or it's Louis Vuitton or it's Kate Spade. It's still baggage, right? So when you put baggage in a relationship, you just have to make sure you take it all out first you know <laughs> you know do the best that you can i know it's not going to be like an empty baggage or something like that like hey i'm 40 like hell no <laughs> right but at least i do the best that i can to just admit my mistake i need to become fearless first before i met anybody else i need to very comfortable with myself with my mm. own skin you know on my age uh, and that term it's so much easy for me to love somebody without uh put take on the the responsibility on me like men need to be a man if they not become a man then we it's so hard for us to be their wife or partner instead we gonna be like their mom Mm. Ya kan berapa banyak sih kita kalau misalnya kita in relationship Terus dia gitu kita ngerasa kayak Aduh punya anak dua tapi kayak punya anak tiga Yang satunya kayak anak remaja padahal udah tua gitu ya Kenapa our husband jadi berperilaku seperti anak-anak Mungkin sometimes memang kadang-kadang laki-laki kemanjaan Kalau misalnya udah di ini ya Kalau udah di dalam relationship karena diladeni dan segala macam Tapi Are we giving the way? Are we always become the fill in the blank kind of woman? Whatever that they cannot do, atau mereka lama melakukannya, kita langsung put it in charge for whatever that. It's it kind of way is emasculated a man and make us using a lot of uh, um, masculine energy on relationship. It's masculine energy. It's good. Masculine energy is making decision, a problem solving. But we good if we doing it out of relationship. If we were working, I'm a working woman. I'm I'm the, the most hard thing. I'm a breadwinner in my family, so I am masculine energy. Like a lot of masculine energy. Okay. But when I come to relationship, I need to realize and using different hat that hello, I cannot even use this tone when I like hanging out with my girlfriend with all of my crazy you know laughing or whatever is that i need to like adjusting my tone with the part with my partner for instance like when i'm talking to my kids i'm not going to use the same tone when i'm talking in public i will use a different kind of laughing tone with my kids right so i'm going to using the different laughing tone also with my partner or with my husband or my future husband whatever is that right that's what we need so when we 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 enter a relationship 
we enter not before relationship we enter a, a dating uh i know i don't want to say game because it's lame i want to say like a, a dating pool <laughs> right when we dive into a dating pool first of all we need to be relaxed like totally girl you have to be relaxed we all need to be relaxed because we tend if we uh, we've been through a lot of relationship before when we entering a relationship it's so hard for not overthinking everything you know and the first sign that you're not actually really ready in relationship when you met a guy you know for like a two days and he was like a great catch and he was like super awesome and all of in our head was like oh my god what did he like did he like me uh, if what if i does this kind of text uh, can i okay so do that you know and stuff like that you're not even really in love yet but you already like asking a lot of question in your brain take a deep breath <laughs> you know take a deep breath don't jumping into everything yet just one step away uh, one step behind from investing everything because you know guys no matter how, how old or how young they are they just uh, they need to be a man by hunting by chasing us you know by doing something like that so let's prepare ourselves by using a lot of our female energy mm-hmm. you know expressing feelings enjoying ourselves uh, uh, expression so woman is actually uh, our feminine energy help us to express feelings to enjoy the moment to to just be ourselves so don't let yourself in overthinking if you still there's a guy that you really like you don't even have like a meaningful contact yet or commitment and you already like overthinking it maybe it's time for you to just like take a deep breath you know take your time and figure things out first usually when we try to be in control mm-hmm. for something that not happened yet it's because we've been we've been traumatized before all of us bring that traumatized and become a controlling person mm-hmm. or uh, we become someone who actually uh, uh, submissive not in the bdsm sexy ways you know you become like a people pleaser or something like that there's that it means that you have issues that you need to to came with first you need not controlling because we cannot ever ever controlling mm-hmm. situation love feelings but we need to manage it like accept accept your mistake especially if you want to uh, jump into a relationship please forgive yourself for loving the wrong person in the past okay that's very strong message you know that if you forgive yourself for laughing the wrong person because sometimes we are women i believe like most women is actually strong you know mm-hmm. but sometimes we forget to be happy we forget to just accept ourselves we make a lot of mistake and we not even so easy to ourselves uh, just to make that mistake in the past so right. when we accept that mistake it's so much easier for us to loving another person to just be ready into a date especially if we realize what went wrong you know uh, what do I learn from this relationship what do I learn in a past relationship I know if I have a time shift maybe I still want to do like you know oh I wish I'm not dating this person but 
as hard as I really, you know, want to change my past, I also realize, hey, Zoya, without that person, you're not going to know like uh, this person or uh, for instance, like, oh, I maybe don't know Intania at that time. I maybe don't know this person and I maybe not going to experience this. I'm not going to be as wonderful as I am right now. So there's a lot of things you need also to remember what you learn and what you gain from every, even the most terrible relationship ever, you need to always, always remember what you learn from that personally or socially or whatever is that. I'm sure we will find that. Right. Then if you already know the all the answer that I'm talking about, then I'm sure you're already in a relationship. Uh-huh. Like very ready. <laughs> I think that's the biggest homework. And I think there's so much that you just said right now that are so important for anybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what you were saying is in the dynamic of a relationship, don't be somebody who fills in the blank for yes. um, for the other person, the, mm-hmm. your, your spouse. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you're giving away your power. Yeah, you sort of lose yourself a little bit every time, mm-hmm. and which is an issue, obviously, because then you sort of don't know who you are at the end of the day. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot there from what you just said. If anybody would just listen to that over and over and then really um, let that soak in and sink in and learn from the wisdom that you have there, I mm-hmm. think that's... I think the pinnacle of um, of all the experiences that you've had as a clinical sexologist and meeting all of your different clients, because I think yeah. I, I, I can I can relate to a lot of that. Um, certainly, yeah. Because it's crazy. I, I blame myself a lot for you know uh, for 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 loving the wrong person. In like I feel like, hey, you're smart, you know, <laughs> mm. that you know all of the things and you see the red flags and you choose to ignore it. Yeah, it's because I feel like, you know, I can handle things, which is I'm not. Then I have to accept that. And I learned about love in a very, very hard way that love is supposed to be make you vulnerable and safe at the same time. I thought it's just about vulnerability. Then I become vulnerable on this man and this man is actually using it against me. And it was sucks. It was it's it's not just breaking my heart, but uh, I feel like at that time that I really want to die. I don't have the idea of killing myself, of course, but you know, it feels like it's suffocating and, and exhausting. And I feel like I'm not enough. And this is me, you know, you know what? And the only thing that at that time that saved me from like, not, I was actually pray like, God, oh my God, uh, I use every knowledge that I know in a healthy relationship with this guy, but it seems like I'm not good enough. What's wrong? And at some point I actually pray to God like God just take my life I mean like I'm so tired uh, I I, can, I already do my best on my part and I it seems like I'm not enough for this, this for this person and I love this person and like what's wrong with me you know I asked that question and it was like it hits me when there's the interview from TV so I turn off the TV I turn on the TV at that time and it's like an answer from god there's like a from uh, a tv from like uh uh i think it's a french or 
uh, Al Jazeera TV. It's, it's like international TV. And I was being interviewed on that TV. And they show me like my life as if like, oh my God, you know what? I have to live. I, I don't know. I know it's suffocating right now, so I need help. Right at that moment, then I'm looking for help. I, I find my friends who's actually also a psychologist. I pay them, uh, um, I pay my friends like uh, professionally, you know, because you know what? I need help. You know, I, 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 I cannot, I, I'm not, I cannot control over feeling love and I, I'm powerless powerless over that so I learned a healthy relationship another learn of healthy relationship despite of all of those things and my friends was showing me it's a very amazing it's like you just say you already did this and this and this and I show her like this is all the theory that I use you know and the expertise of relationship it's always worked my client I even put myself out as if I'm the client of myself what would I advise and I follow all all the instruction and it doesn't work it means the relationship sucks it's not you but at that time i don't want to accept that i think i'm too smart you know for mm. heartbroken yeah. nobody right. can escape a heartbroken yeah. even so you know and i was like oh shoot okay so when i admit that it was so much peace and uh, I, I got like uh, uh, verbally abused a lot. At that time, I was like being saying that I'm not good enough and so on and so forth. It, it sank me a lot of like longer before because I'm kind of confident kind of girl, right? So when he said like uh, something like uh, belittle me and stuff like that, it's not really, I thought it was like, huh, I'm okay with that. I, I don't feel that way until... It was suffocating me on a terms like, hey, dude, if you really love me the way I am, it's not okay for you to belittle me, you know, or, always, uh, or being dismissive or stuff like that. But I already fed up. Then I realized. So I should be just like get out from relationship from the start when it seems like right. too much for me, you know, and stuff like right. that. So I was like, oh, love, it's supposed to be vulnerable and safe at the same time. So I learned from that relationship. My takeaway from that relationship, next time if I meet someone, I, I cannot escape pain. I cannot escape like all the heartbreaks, but at least be with someone who not intentionally want to hurt you. If they hurt you, they apologize and do something about it. And if they love you, they love you without condition, without term and condition. If they wanna, if they want to give you love, they should just give you love without asking term and condition. The only thing, if they want to ask from you proof, it's the way, can I trust you? Because you cannot prove love. Love is given freely. All you, if you want to prove, you prove if you're a trustworthy person. So you need to be vulnerable and safe at the same time. So be with someone who actually worth the pain. Yeah, nah? Jadi, kita tetap akan pacaran sama orang, dan mungkin kita akan disakiti, tapi minimal dia nggak sengaja nyakitin kita. That's a good guy. Dan, kita nggak akan mungkin bisa masuk dalam relationship berharap kita nggak akan disakitin sama sekali. So, waktu kita menjalani relationship itu, let's be sure bahwa this guy is really worth the pain. Mm. And you're gonna be fine. Kalau akan sakit hati, oke. Okay. 
nangis ya kan ada banyak platformnya untuk nangis untuk curhat untuk uh, get your strength bisa dengerin podcast ini ya kan That's we right. share the same like you know we sh- we share the same same uh, pretty much life story or love story we learn the same thing so from queen to queen you know it's okay be vulnerable it means that you are strong enough to handle that and trust yourself that you you can get through this you know it's not going to be easy but let's show how amazing you are because without tears without all of the pain it's so it's it's different you know you cannot be like that happy kayak misalnya uh, cuma orang haus yang bisa menghargai air kan gitu jadi kita dikasih air kalau kita nggak aus-aus banget terbiasa aja tapi kalau kita pernah ngadepin ini semua gitu kita akan bersyukur sama kebahagiaan yang kita dapatkan dan uh, when we met the right person gitu ya kita akan tahu bahwa ya kita akan ups and down juga sama dia tapi make sure dia tuh tidak melakukannya dengan sengaja gitu <laughs> to using it against us when we vulnerable to this guy gitu well that intent that you talk about the malicious intent and that can be that can take us aback when that comes from the person mm-hmm. that we love and that's mm-hmm. what's um, um blindside a lot of people in relationship is that when love your words love is supposed to be vulnerable and safe at the same time yeah. so do not use the things that people share with you in confidence against them Oh It God, goes yeah. both ways. The trust also goes both ways. Yeah. Um, don't hurt the other person either. Yes. So because this is not, um, this is not just a one way saying. You know, like oh, yes, man in the relationship that it's true responsible of that, but you are also responsible of that in your relationship to others. Yeah. Um, you, you know how loved, how hard to- is that. Uh-huh. Exactly, exactly. You also have to uh, keep their 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 secret safe. Even they not the the apa ya? They don't even deserve our 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 trustworthy or our you know uh, don't even tr- uh, don't even uh, deserve ourselves. Tapi tetap aja ya bukan karena dia itu because he's a jerk. Terus kita juga langsung sharing semua uh, vulnerability yang dia pernah sharing ke kita. It's it's not who I who, who we are, you know. Mm. Gitu. Just because an orang lain nyakitin kita, terus kita juga jadi go down to that level. No, it's not how queens actually act, right? And we are right. queen, and we 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 have to really own it. Like, hey, you know what? I don't want to go down to your level just because you are a jerk. I don't want to be a jerk too. Just because you're trashing me doesn't mean that I'm a trash. You know, I don't want to admit that. So. Own it, you know. Hey, dude, you know, there's. Uh, I had love you, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I I want to forgive myself for loving you. And the best way that you can tell yourself that you already do your best to loving one person, despite of whatever is that. Tapi jangan pakai itu sebagai alat juga. Udah gue sayang sayang sekian lama pacaran ini itu misalnya ya. Uh, tapi okay. kok dia balikinnya begini itu nggak ikhlas. <laughs> no, gitu. Jadi right. doing 
everything that you do in relationship, make sure you do it for yourself first, not just to please the other person. The best way you can do is meet in the half. Jadi kan juga kita juga punya boundaries. Karena kalau all that we think adalah how to make that person happy, nanti kita akan jadi nagging and demanding. Right. I give all to you, then you have to give all to me. Then I demand something from you, you know, love me the way I want to be loved. Waduh. It's exhausting. Well, let's talk about that. Um, well, I like your tagline on your um, on your Skype. It says, love as if you've never been hurt. So, <laughs> Thank <yeah>. you. <laughs> But let's talk about what you just said and something is very important in relationships, boundaries. How yeah. do you set healthy boundaries and how do you maintain healthy boundaries? Mm. It's so easier say than done. Okay, I warn you. <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I learned also in a hard way, but I'm grateful for every man that been in relationship with me because they helped me to shape who I am, especially in terms of boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think, semakin kesini itu semakin susah ya uh, maintain healthy boundaries with the social media dan segala macam itu sebenarnya mempersulit kalau menurut aku ya sekarang so my way of healthing a healthy boundaries after I learn from psychology and everything else uh, especially sexology and relationship expert sometimes kadang-kadang aku pikir aku tuh belajar ini semua kayaknya untuk berobat jalan deh <laughs> and I was like I use it first for myself if it's work for me then I give it to my client right because I, I want to do the talks you know I just want to do the best that I can makanya orang bilang kok Zoya belak-belakan banget you are so relate to me hey girl I've been up and down <laughs> so I know been there done that and stuff like that so in terms of healthy boundaries first of all aku pikir bahwa kalau kita be considerate dengan berpikir bahwa apa yang aku nggak mau dilakukan sama aku aku nggak akan lakukan ke orang lain ya kan uh, it's not enough so actually and <laughs> it's so not enough I'm sorry uh, People was like, ha, kenapa? Iya, jangan lakukan apapun pada orang lain yang kita nggak mau dilakukan pada diri kita. It works, but it's not really enough. You know, when you say that, itu cuma it only works for boundary, healthy boundaries like 20%. Ya top I can give you 25% 75% yang lagi Yang harus kita lakukan dalam healthy boundaries Adalah Niatan baik tidak selalu menjustifikasi Hasil akhir yang baik If you have a good intention Good But Banyak orang kan suka gini Kan yang penting niatanku baik I just wanna protect you I wanna taking care of you When you say that I don't wanna hurt you That's why I try to hide this from you Are you really try to hide this from me to protect me or you just try to protect yourself? Hmm. I ask that question a lot too to myself like when oh, aku enggak usah kasih tahu dia deh nanti kan dia sakit. Sebenarnya aku mau coba lindungin siapa sih? Is it myself or him actually in the process? So, in terms of don't first of all of course don't do anything else yang uh, kita enggak mau orang lain lakukan pada kita, jangan lakukan pada orang lain. Kedua, uh, make sure ketika kita punya good intention hasil akhirnya juga baik. Jadi misalnya aku punya niatan ingin ngasih surprise ke Tania gitu. Because because I care about Tania. Uh, so kalau aku care tentang Tania, aku akan kasih. Dia pasti senang dong. Wait. 
mungkin Tania adalah orang yang tidak suka surprise. Kenapa? Just because gitu. You can have your own reason. You don't have to explain to me. If I care about you, I should put that into count. Apakah gitu dengan tidak mau ada surprise party karena sebenarnya Tania punya trauma sebelumnya atau karena memang dengan aku ngasih surprise party aku akan nolong Tania untuk bisa bersosialisasi. Oke. Okay. But you have to think through that. Yes, yes. Or is that this is for you? Oh, I give surprise to Tania so everybody know I'm a good partner. I'm a good friend. Right? So, good intention, of course. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Okay, but if you want to do something to your partner, ini laki-laki pada perempuan-perempuan kepada laki-laki, make sure kita juga tahu hasil akhirnya yang kita mau apa sih. Is that about us or is about them? Hmm. Yeah. Dan uh, being assertive, it's very, 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 very healthy for your healthy boundaries. Being assertive is stand for your right without hurting others. You know, you can always say no to sex. You can always say no to like uh, any kind of touch that not comfortable for you. You can say no for, you know, uh, something that they give to you. But say something without hurting that person. That's the trick. Karena and being assertive, it means that you always ask. Aku sampai pernah bercanda dulu. Bilang ini, oh, I'm a very assertive person. Yeah, I'm good this and that. Then I get married. Then I meet my ex-mother-in-law. No, I'm not trying to speak bad to the, her. She's awesome though, actually. But it's, it's me. I'm, for some reason, I feel so intimidated by her. I, but it's totally me. It's not her. So I feel so intimidated by her, and she's the only person I cannot be assertive, which is bad, right? Mm. <laughs> it's like, ah, gitu. Can, it takes a lot of time for me untuk lagi uh, uh, setting healthy boundaries, gitu ya. Kamu orang lain bisa, siapapun bisa, even my partner aku bisa, tapi aku nggak bisa sama my mother-in-law at that time, gitu. So I was like, it's tell something about me, kan? Kenapa, gitu? Apa yang aku takutin? What it's so so intimidating? What I'm afraid of, gitu, kan? Ya, what's what's so different about her? Uh, I don't want to hurt her. If I don't want to hurt her, then I I am not going to hurt her. So I just have to be assertive, something like that. So. Right. Every one of us need to realize which part that we cannot be assertive. Okay. Itu ketika kita nggak bisa asertif gitu, disitulah uh, saatnya boundaries kita itu akan bisa dilanggar. So yang paling aman ada lebih asertif by telling how you feel. Misalnya, uh, aku nggak comfortable kalau misalnya kita pergi makan-makan di tempat ini gitu ya, karena... Uh, I feel more safe and comfortable if we going out to this kind of place. So even I know you will pay for me, gitu ya, during the date. But I just want, I just at least want to give you the gesture that kita mau nggak bayar setengah-setengah, misalnya, gitu. Terus, uh, I'm, uh, I really into you. I like having a good kiss with you, but I'm not really ready for sex because, you know, I just feel more comfortable and happy and love. If we talk about it first, you know, uh, you know, or at least I'm more comfortable in having sex with you if I already know like what you really want and you know what I really want in bed, how right. to you know seduce each other. Like we don't have to be BDSM or any kink sex kind of things. We can be vanilla and kink at the same time, pretty much by 
saying like this is my boundaries i just more comfortable with this you know right. i'm i'm fine with holding hands with you uh, but i'm not comfortable if you hugging me too tight for instance or i know i'm having sex before in my relationship but that doesn't mean i want to jump into sex right away you know stuff like that or this is what i comfortable talking about with and this is i feel violate stuff like that so always tell how you feel if you want a healthy boundaries do not say what do not tell other people or do not say what you think but say what how you feel it's so hard especially woman katanya oh perempuan adalah makhluk emosional so kalau makhluk emosional artinya kita lebih bisa ekspresif enggak juga kadang-kadang perempuan yang pintar apalagi yang pekerjaannya maskulin kayak saya begini gitu or we work for instance kadang-kadang kita kan pakai energi maskulin kita is make it hard for us to express emotionally so we have to mesti belajar memang gitu tell you how you feel like oh i feel comfortable uh, you know doing this podcast because it's it's catchy not just janda bercanda but it was something like I know I can empower women through this right you know you have to tell something like that from something that you comfortable telling with like uh, for instance with Tania I, I, I will tell like how I'm comfortable with because she was so detailed like uh, you're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about this and this is gonna happen and stuff like that so it's made me comfortable so mm-hmm. I want you to know that right and that's that's our boundaries actually now okay. we we should be able to do this to our partners to get to to setting healthy boundaries tell how you feel it means at the same time you be honest about yourself Hmm. kadang-kadang ada perempuan yang nanyanya gini Tan ini, ini lucu banget kalau aku lagi ngomong tentang assertiveness in setting boundaries banyak perempuan bilang gini Mbak Zoya kalau misalnya aku ngomongnya ke suamiku gini gini loh sayang aku maunya kamu begini hmm. gini, Mbak maunya Mbak itu adalah Mbak ungkapin perasaan atau Mbak ungkapin apa yang Mbak pikirin oh gitu ya atau enggak kalau aku bilangnya gini Mbak aku senengnya kamu begini loh itu masih nyuruh Mbak <laughs> Jadi kalau sininya ada yang phrase-nya yang benar gimana kalau ngomong biar yang benar adalah orang-orang yang se- lagi dengerin aduh gue salah nggak nih ngomong ini do I emasculated my partner <laughs> gitu kan ya yang paling sehat adalah tell how you feel jadi selalu di- diawali dengan I word dengan saya saya merasa I feel happy, I feel mm, glad gitu ya. Kan kita tuh udah terbiasa misalnya gini, aku nggak suka warna biru. Selain warna biru, ada ratusan warna di luar sana. Tell what you like, how to make you happy. Man is a goal oriented. Jangan bilang, aku tuh capek begini, 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 begini. Ah, dia akan cari cara untuk find, okay, what should I do? How, how should I help you? And so on and so forth. But we need to tell them what we like to be trained. For instance, like, aku senang deh pas kemarin kamu bawain smoothies. Because I feel care. You know, uh, I'm happy waktu lagi kamu pergi kerja misalnya atau misalnya uh, for instance kita lagi pacaran gitu ya. Aku aku senang pas kita apa uh, setiap pagi kamu bangun kamu bilang good morning just for the sake of good morning dan malam meskipun kamu nggak teks aku seharian tapi pas mau tidur kamu bilang good night. I feel loved. I feel affection. Then it's it, it's nice. By telling that we using our feminine energy, we make peace with ourselves. We tell them how, what is it to please us. At the same time, it's appreciate the men who give us that attention. Dan itu 
adalah uh, kita mendapatkan afirmasi dia pasti akan lebih rajin ngasih kita afirmasi which is all the women in the world need affirmation every single freaking day <laughs> because that's who we are and it's okay ya kan sementara laki-laki butuh appreciation ketika kita kasih appreciation kayak gitu kan akhirnya kita win-win solution right okay and we setting boundaries that you know hey i like that when you say that you 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 say good morning and good night it means that you thinking about me You know, not in a cheesy way, not in a romantic, romantic way that make man feels like, oh, gue gak macho banget sih. Enggak kan, gitu. It's, it's, it's nice, it's cool, it's cute, gitu kan, ya. And it's, 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 it's satisfying for both parties, actually. Okay. <laughs> so, if I can sum it all up, um, I uh, want to wrap it all up. And uh, the queen has laid down the rules here. So, we are powerless against her. <laughs> and uh, yes. we are enough and health set healthy ba- boundaries mm-hmm. men are uh, goal oriented and yeah they need appreciation and the women need reaffirmation so yes. um i think there's a lot of lessons here and i think we're gonna have to <laughs> this interview a few times and to make sure that we capture all of it but i'm so happy to have had you on the show because there's a lot of gold nuggets in there um yes. For people who are also still in relationships or, as you said, if you're, don't beat yourself up. And sometimes yeah. you have um, bad relationships in the past to learn yeah. so that you can be better in the next one. Mm-hmm. Remember to love yourself. and It is.
Thank you for listening. For more episodes, please check out our archives on dendabatanda.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We love getting your feedback and episode suggestions, which is what this episode was about. Keep sending in your requests. Goodbye for now.